welcome to another episode of Xenochat. I am one of the hosts, Tyler, along with my co-host, Justin. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for coming back to another episode of Xenochat. Alright, and we got a full cast today. Um, first up, we have Mary. Hello. Nick. Yep, that's me. Brielle. Hello. Robin. Me again. And we have Pure back. Hello, my name is Pure, and uh, I'll be your favorite Xeno villain for the day. <laughs> As always. <laughs> have it any other way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Complexity. Oh. oh, yeah, so today everyone's here to discuss, uh, this was a, uh, a winner of one of our Twitter Twitter polls a long while back, but it's uh, we're going to discuss various uh, connections and references between the Zeno games. Now, disclaimer: um, this is not like, oh, Zeno Gears, Zeno Saga, and Zeno Blade are all in the same world. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're just uh, discussing various uh, references that uh, pop up between the different games, um, and also those some of them are kind of concrete, but others we were. Uh, are based on uh, our own speculation, so you may not agree with some of our references and connections, so just throwing that out there. But we will discuss and present a little discussion of why we think these are related to each other in certain elements. But before we do that, we are going to just talk a little bit about the latest news. Um... We've got a little bit of things uh, going on. Uh, first up, we have a uh, Structure Arts teases uh, teasing new figures uh, for Xenogears. Uh, see, it's ones for Weltal, Vierge, uh, Brigadier, and Heimdall, right? Yeah, or Faze Gears, Ellie's Gear, Bart's Gear, and Satan's Gear. Yeah, and um, let's see... The structure arts is that that's the. I'm guessing based brands? on basically nothing, but I know that fig, figure arts is their like toy brand. That structure arts is probably since it's mostly robots, like a kit thing. Hmm. But yeah, I couldn't tell you a single structure yeah, arts figure. Yeah, I, I had now. never heard of structure arts before <laughs> I saw the tweet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not like familiar with that. Who knows? Either. It might even That's just art. be a new line because they're starting to see that they actually have a lot more mechs in um, a lot more mechs and uh, machines in uh, in Square Enix IPs than they probably thought they did. <laughs> that said, I would be totally down to build any of these figures. Same. I mean, hey, never kind of cool if they start doing like front mission kits. Are they? Have they ever made like a figure of like the? from Final Fantasy VI or anything? To my knowledge, no. 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 Yeah. Oh. Really? They've never done a match attack? What a waste. I, to my knowledge, not no. one that I've seen, no. It makes me sad. Wow, I would be... love to get a Magitech figure. Huh. Speaking of that same designer, I would love to see a figure of Harold. But... Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, um, also in news, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 uh, reached 2 million sales ro- worldwide, so congratulations, Xenoblade 2 and Malasoft. Yay! It's Wee. about damn time. Yeah. It's like for, 
Awesome. For a long time, it was just like right. It was uh, it was at around I think one point eight mil for a while, mm-hmm. and then now I think they said it was in June that it surpassed two mil. I think. Uh, yes, the quarantine times when people had nothing better to do than collect waifus and gotcha games. Also, I think... Is it, uh, a, is it a <laughs> 2 even still in print? I think the game also went on sale during that time, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it did go on sale at some point, I think. Well, I know the Definitive Edition okay. went on sale. Um, that was 40 bucks at one point. Do we know Surely how well print. Sell, uh, how well the sales are for that? That one was reported at 1.4 mil, I'm pretty sure. Oh, gosh. So it's... This is, this is not good news. I don't know what <laughs> you guys are on about. Like, that means more people are playing Xeno. What is wrong with you guys? I think if there's one thing that unites all of us in this podcast, it's that we all very peacefully agree that the Xeno games aren't really that good. Yeah, that's what inspired this podcast. It's just yeah. so we can keep shaming uh, two million people. I mean, I prefer the term trash because it makes me feel included. <laughs> that's fair. Well, I wasn't going to go that far, but you're more than welcome to. You, you know, hear go that? Two million life. people? Yeah. Your taste is garbage. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, I just have that clip of that little child in Zul Saga going like... Garbage. <laughs> Garbage, <laughs> and then you shrink off screaming. Okay, yeah, I can track that down. <laughs> I just garbage. Now that you mentioned kids in Zenosaga, I just remember those ones in three that like run Naruto run around and shit. Like they were doing it before it was popular. Uh, uh, was there? I think the was was there any other news or was that it? Uh, the Melia. Oh uh, yes, yes. Uh, we talked about Melia previously. The figure, but there is a prototype out. Insert picture here, and she looks. It's beautiful. so beautiful. It's so pretty, and I'm like, I just splurged on Cosmos, oh. and now I'm gonna have to splurge on Melia. I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to be fun, but she does look cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we don't know when that's coming out, do we? I don't think they had a release date. No, but good Uh, good smile. It takes a while after a prototype. Things very quickly. They'll probably release release previews. Sorry. Yeah. That's one of those, uh, like, one of those. Like statues from like the Good Smile. Yeah, company, yeah. Right? If yeah. it's yes. Good Smile, yeah, they're probably releasing same. info. If um, there's an online version of Jump Festa happening in a few months, or possibly they might wait for the usual annual figure um, presentation in the beginning in the first quarter of the year. That's when they usually do a lot of their figure announcements for the for the coming like year and whatnot. So. Well, Always usually after way. after there's a prototype, it usually takes a, a few months before you get like an actual date for mm-hmm. a release. <laughs> but you'll usually at least see pictures. Like they always show like at least some kind of content. Yeah. So it's either going to be they're the next step is going to be they're going to show it at a con or they're going to show it at the usual figure presentation. I guess it's going to be figure presentation since uh, cons are not a take right now. (laughs) Yeah. 
online conventions are a thing, though. Yeah, conning people and on the internet. Actually, when I watched, yes. when I watched a Attackathon scon, uh, they there was actually a Good Smile Company segment where they were went around their building and stuff. So it could be possible they may take that approach mm-hmm. as well. But yeah. That was really cool. I looked everywhere for specific figures, but they actually blurred out most of them. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't get the right. Well, they said, oh, well, these are a bunch of unreleased or unannounced things, so we're not showing them to you, and they just had, like, pixelation over them. <laughs> I know that's the hentai <laughs> figures. I know it. Alright. I think that's it. Unless I'm forgetting something. No, I think that's pretty much okay. it. Alright, then uh, without further ado, we'll go into the main topic of this episode. Uh, basically observing and discussing any uh, connections we've seen between Xenogears, Xenosaga, and Xenoblade. Uh, yep. So, we have a big old document with a, ver- a list to go. <laughs> we, what was it, five pages? Oh no, six, six pages. Six, but I don't. I don't know if the last page is that long. <laughs> it's like five and a half. When did it? No, the last page yeah, is not five and a half. Five and a half. Let me interject here. I need, I need you guys listening <laughs> okay, to know. Okay, yes. All you listeners out there, <laughs> I've not looked at this document. Not contributed to it. I don't know what it looks like, uh, except for one thing. There's one thing I saw, and uh, but I otherwise I, uh, you know, I, I have not. I am coming into this incredibly unprepared normally remember that little game we did that wasn't really going to be a game but you know the, the miss episode yeah i had a list of things this is the opposite of that i have uh, i don't even have my xeno hard drive that's like i think my xeno hard drive has like four terabytes of shit in it i don't have that plugged in right now uh, i have like a co- i have some things copied here and there but i'm not i want to come into this one on a, on a fresh mind you know uh you know, this was one of those, uh, can't blame me for being unprepared. Because, you know, nothing, well, actually, you can't blame me for being unprepared. Because nothing important was happening this week. Nothing at all. Nothing important happened today in the world. By the way, at it all. is November 7th of the year 2020. Exactly. Nothing important <laughs> happened today. There's no news that I haven't been busy with anything. You know, just this is the most, it's been the most quiet week. And nothing's been happening. So you can blame <laughs> me for not coming prepared. So you guys can give me shit for that, but you know, um, you know, but but you know, I want to come in here with a with a fresh impression, which you guys written down, and you know, I want to sit here uh, and, and quietly judge you all, <laughs> as I so often do to this fandom. So, you know, with uh, we're gonna get roasted. The, the, the one thing that I saw that um that I uh, oh maybe oh uh, let me refresh this because I, I I might not be here anymore. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think I see it anymore. I some some somebody wrote down that every Xeno game is basically Takahashi making the same game, and whoever that was, I want to shake your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we can remove that. <laughs> the only thing that would have been better if you included the word "creative bankruptcy." Uh, oh, I'm sorry, that's two words. The phrase, rather. But yeah, we didn't want to get too. Um, we we didn't want to play too many guessing games there with that. 
we could yeah. assume that that's the case, but, you know. I mean, I've stated before that it's, like, the games are more narratively related. Like, this is mostly people being fans of an author. This is, like, the worst version of a book club. Yeah, like, you could tell me that every one of Chuck Tingle's stories are What? No, I would never tell you that because it's not true. <laughs> every single one of those is an original gem. How dare you? <laughs> So what you're telling me is that every Xeno game is like every season of Stranger Things. Sure, I've never watched that, why not? <laughs> I've never watched it either, except for, actually I watched a few episodes, but it doesn't count. I've never watched it. Wow. You don't. None of you guys have watched it? What the I've fuck is TV? It. It's not uh-huh, on TV. It's on Netflix. <laughs> I don't have It Netflix. took me there a year to finish Hannibal. I mean, I, I don't think that it just like speaks to me. So. But anyway, Zeno. What? That doesn't sound like Hannibal. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> well. Uh, all right. Um. So let's start. Um. We kind of broke these up into different categories. Uh. We'll start with uh a constant in almost every Zeno game. So these are basically just a broader scale in the Zeno stories in each game that are similar to each other. Anyway, so first up, fragmented slash broken characters. So characters looking for ways to find their missing pieces to become whole. Um, Let's see. Nah, I don't know if that one applies to anything in this. I was going to say. It doesn't sound. Who suggested that? I was going to say it ties into a later point we make about many of the protagonists having dual personalities or dual aspects of themselves. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as just generally characters finding ways to become whole, although that was a prevalent theme in Xenogears, I don't know how well it carried out through the series. Well, technically, uh, well, uh, I mean, technically, Xion had a lot of struggle as well, and I mean, you I see know, that. Theme- I, I think in her case, it was more overcoming or whatever she had gone through than yeah, becoming. Yeah, I was whole. actually going yeah. to um, say that whole has very um, when it comes to like um, a sentence like this. Whole can mean so many things. It could mean. Finding uh, who you are as a person, finding peace with yourself, um, finding your significant other, like, and whatnot. It has so many different meanings that it's basically just, like, it's just a general, like, you know, explanation. But it's kind of true that there's quite a few characters. I was going to say, because I was the one who wrote that, and there's a reason why whole is in quotations, Get it. Yeah, go ahead, fight me. <laughs> no, because <laughs> quite a few characters are broken in some way in quite a few of these games, and they have like another half. I mean, Cosmos has another half, right? The the world of Xenoblade One, you had the two Mekonis and but Bionis and Mekonis. Um, you have there's the in Xenogears, you often see uh, characters that are broken. And that are looking for that other half. And I always felt that like that whole idea of somebody trying to seek out something to complete themselves in some sort of way. That always seemed to be somewhat of a recurring theme. 
in some way, shape, or form in these games. I would I would almost say like you could you'd almost say like Rex in a way because like he was kind of just like oh I'm just stuck in this job I guess I'm gonna have the rest of my life and then just somebody comes in and fucks that all up and he's like hey I have a reason to live now yeah. Although, I mean, he wasn't exactly depressed before, but still. I don't know, I mean, Rex's whole thing was just that he was already a good boy, and that was what they, like, Pyra and Mithra needed. They just needed a genuinely good boy. Yeah, I think in the case of uh, Xillblade 2, it was more uh, Mithra and Pyra that had, like, the sort of broken broken part. It's most obvious with uh, Pyra and Mithra, as far as Blade 2 goes. If you really want to get into it, you uh, could also say some of the Blades... (laughs) kind of complete some of the other people that live there for for some like people. Like, Gorg was, like, missing his sweet stand, and that's, like, it. Praxis in Theory <laughs> you made is another one. She wanted to really stre- go for a stretch. But also, like, Xenoblade Cross, like, the whole thing about them trying to find a life hold, because that's basically their yeah. missing half. Okay, yeah. Mm. Broken home. So should we move uh, to the next thing? The next thing uh, thing was headed by Owen. Um, honestly, I don't know much about these two uh, philosophers, so I'll let you guys go on it if you know more. <laughs> but it's uh, I'll have. Oh God, why did I go into this? I cannot do, pronounce this. Do you want me Okay. Someone else. Uh, so I'll have a philosophical <laughs> slash psychoanalyst undertones in Nietzsche and Jung, uh, other games choosing to add their philosophical psychological basis needed. Uh, Gears had Lacan, Freud, and Horny, and Saga had al- alchemical practices, and Blade had monology. Uh, basically, monadology. Monadology. Sorry. Yeah, it's cool. And. Thank yeah, you for reading it. <laughs> Yet again, my philosophy degree coming into play in a way where I didn't need to get a philosophy degree to do this. Oh, sweet. We got an extra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, my, my focus was on um, like artificial intelligence. I can't help you with any of this. <laughs> I feel like a Bill Clinton voice to say that for some reason. Uh, but yeah. But, there is there are strong Nietzschean themes throughout the Zeno series. Nietzsche, of course, being most famous for saying God is dead, by which he meant that the need for a divine being to judge people was gone and people could kind of control their own actions. We don't need to believe that there is any sort of divine being that is going to judge humanity for its beliefs and actions. Um, but it's often just quoted as meaning like, oh, look, people have killed religion. And it's like, that's not quite what he meant. He meant that, like, you don't need to look to the skies to figure out morality. And that's certainly a thing that ties in well with Gnosticism, which is another very prevalent theme throughout the, the Zeno series, where you find... Well, with Gnosticism, you find uh, the divine within yourself, and with Nietzschean beliefs, it's not so much you find the divine within yourself so much as you find morality within yourself. And you could argue the points of those basically being the same thing, but that's kind of getting a bit more um, in-depth about specifics in a way that I'm searching for a word and therefore taking pauses. Splitting hairs? Hmm? 
Splitting hairs? No, that wasn't the word I was looking for, but yeah, that is splitting hairs. Oh, okay. That, that works quite well. Yeah. I mean, also, to kind Fair of enough. go into the uh, Jung side, like, with the, like, collective unconscious is, like, uh, prevalent in, uh, like, Xenosaga and Xenoblade X, like, literally has, well, I guess they both kind of literally have a, more of a tie to the collective unconscious was just more an abstract like is oh go on i was just gonna say it's is it collective unconscious or subconscious i thought it was subconscious just checking so unconscious would be the things that you're completely unaware of so like your your dream state of being and subconscious is the things that you're kind of aware of but not in any meaningful way like your instincts your default reactions that's what i was kind of thinking yeah it was like but yeah. unconscious yeah okay okay well i actually have something to say about this one go ahead oh oh please go ahead <laughs> so unfortunately my xeno bat cave is not plugged in at the moment uh, i actually had a lot written down about how uh, some of these philosophers have influenced certain things about the games. So I can't, I, I can't, I'm not going to remember a lot of it. Uh, so I don't want to like try to remember and get something horribly wrong or, or anything like that, unfortunately. Um, I'm all, keep in mind, I'm 78 years old and turning 79 in two months. Uh, so uh, it's worth keeping in mind that Takahashi, uh, when he uses a lot of these philosophers, when, when you're playing these games and you see these things and you question uh, how, you, you know, you mentioned how some people maybe had a bit of an extreme interpretation, uh, how maybe the games were just outright anti-religious or something like that. Um, Takahashi, actually, when he, he has, he sees these people as a source of inspiration for some of the things he's writing, but he's also, uh, uh, he also feels that, at least within the context of the things they've written, Mm-hmm. He thinks they're out of their minds. Like I'm not even. That's not a. Uh, uh, that's not conjecture. That's how he actually feels. Like he, uh, like he does. He thinks these people, when you're reading their stuff, they sound crazy, which makes it more inspiring in some ways. Like you see, um, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of a character like um, uh, like you tick and it can be seen as a, in some regards, not not completely, but in some regards, you can see them as a. Uh, a pretty out there interpretation of the will to power, so to speak. Uh, and if you've ever read certain texts from him, uh, the tone of what was written it can be a little—it's a little out there sometimes. If you actually sat and read it, so uh, he, he's using that as a base of some of his inspiration. He's not always portraying it in a way that is necessarily always positive. You know, he's not necessarily saying, "Oh, here's what this guy wrote. Here's a 100. Here's this is me completely approving of everything he's written." He's using it in a way that's more than than just, you know, uh, saying this is yeah, this is the the meaning of life. This is the answer. That's not necessarily how he's always using it at all, really. Okay. You know, I always did get the feeling that there was a lot of things that were left open ended in the series on purpose, like not even just like, "Oh, well, we didn't get to this because of, you know." production issues or something like that we're just like no that was that was meant to just be kind of like left there but i don't know that was just kind of like my feeling on some of the things in the series 
well, you, you're right, but uh, I mean, there's some things that did not appear because of production things, but there are things that are intentionally uh, not given away or not, I mean, sometimes not even thought of for that specific reason because uh, he's there's one thing that Tagashi is pretty aware of, and it's that uh, if you just sit there and and uh, let's say you have a question about this series, if he just sits there and gives you the answer, a lot of that magic that some people feel are or even just like the buzz of it just dies at that very moment. Yeah. I I kind of always got that feeling. There's a lot of people who chalk like everything that is unanswered in that series up to production issues and I was just like, nah, I don't think so. Well, with Nietzsche specifically, he actually did spend time in a mes- mental hospital. Uh, which was when his sister took all of his works and said, cool, let me just rewrite these so they're now pro-Nazi. And Nietzsche went, that's not, that's not what I said, how fucking dare you. But he was in a mental hospital, so he couldn't really ah, advocate like for himself. That's going to be me, my Xeno stuff. I'm going to be in a mental world. So I'm gonna take, my, he's going to take my unreleased Xeno project and just reword it horribly and no. I can't good. wait to see you in the next Indiana Jones movie. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was never mad. It really exists. <laughs> I never said Zena was good. <laughs> anyway. But it exists. All right. So the next one is the usage of anima and animus. Um, um, don't do drugs, first of all. And, uh, Second of all, I don't know where I'm going with this. You guys pick. Well, that was that was an excellent introduction. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, I mean, anima now... and animus are used very explicitly in Gears and Saga. Um, in as far as they relate to a male and a female component, you could easily project them onto Blade with uh, Maynith and and Zanza. I, guess. Yeah, I can't remember if I have this yeah. right. It, it was like the anima, or one of them is like anima is feminine, animus of... is ma- masculine. Okay, is it the feminine? Oh, okay, okay, sorry. It's, it's fine. I mostly know this through my one year of taking Latin. Oh, I thought that said my animus. My uh, yeah, shit. <laughs> um, so they used animus oh, God, to advertise uh... Xenogears to young boys because they said this has 20 minutes of animu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it was. And people say Zeno was never anime. It's still never been anime. What are you talking about? It's never been anime. I like the part where the hyperrealism and the hyperrealistic blood came out and killed my family. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. Rip. Well, that was riveting. Um, the, the, Please go on. Shall we go on to the next point, or does anyone have anything else? <laughs> I don't think we have anything to say about this. <laughs> this is I a mean, great yeah, document. No. Uh, I thought that one was just supposed to be self explain. Ah, self-explanatory. I wasn't <laughs> sure like where we were going to go from there. With oh, that it one. is pretty like, oh. self-explanatory. It's yeah. um, mm. it's worth pointing out that this is incredibly common in anime and video games and comic books. Anime and animus is the thing you're going to see and not even realize it was there. Like in Sony, like as any so many works of fiction, it's like ridiculous. 
And I think other things have done it in a more uh, in a, graceful, subtle. Of course, well, I mean, you know, I, I think the bar's not high, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I guess in a way that maybe uh, I'm trying to find a taste way to say this. Uh, in a way that uh, Carl Jung would have been more, uh, would have said, yeah, this is more uh, more related to what I wrote, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Or what I was trying to say uh, is what Carl Jung would think. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's, it, it, you know, it's like horrible here or anything. It's just, um, and I, now, see, now I wish I had my Xeno Batcave plugged in. Uh, but, I mean, either way, either way, there's, there's, I don't think I ever really had too much to say about this specific one. It's okay. We can just move on to the next one. You'll have Um, to wait for the Xeno Project. (laughs) I mean, it's just mentioned. It's there. Oh, anyway, well, something that's very prominent throughout all of uh, most Xeno games is religion tends to play a role in the world building with allusions to Christianity, Gnosticism, and uh, Jewish Kabbalah. Um, see our religion episode or more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the religion episode does cover this much more thoroughly, but in in a general yeah, sense, I think I... all of them cover the Gnostic idea of any god cannot be without; it must be within. Mm-hmm. But again. So as to keep advertising ourselves, that's all I'll say on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Marie, uh, do you want to take the next point? Because I took your previous point. It's okay that you took those because you were the, the, the one who could uh, back it up. The, I can the, only back up Nietzsche. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so do we move to yeah, the we're on next one? Because, yeah. yeah. again, I don't want to talk okay. too much about religion when that's a thing that we spent well, an entire episode on. Two episodes, actually. An entire two episodes on. <laughs> Although I'm not even sure, like, what to say on the next well, one. Oh, you can take <laughs> two of them. But uh, go ahead. This one's pretty... Yeah, this one's yeah, just pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. It's, um, it's either of... either is magic, source of power, and storytelling device. So I guess just their energy, basically. <laughs> yeah, consistently yeah, they it's... use ether as as magic. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade, they always they also talk about how like everything's made from ether. So mm-hmm. I guess yeah, yeah. pretty and much. And I mean, ether's not even just, that uncommon. It's just in matter. these kind of games too, like not just Zeno. Yeah. Yeah, it's often there. Just. It's often like the the source of energy in a lot of games. It's like it's either like a type of other magic or eater. Mm-hmm. So the point is they're mm-hmm. consistent. Yeah, That's the point. except Fei uses mm-hmm. chi yeah. and uh, Sutan uses arcane. Okay. Someone want to take yeah, the next the one? Yeah, the next one. Uh, they all tend to be examinations of the human condition, especially when given power. Does anyone have any anything to say about? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the one oh, okay, who wrote this okay, one, well, so yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> we can go into like specifics and say some things, like for instance, the uh, Xenoblade uh, one and two, especially, are both like very representative of this. With like, uh, especially like in two, when you meet the architect, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, oh, he's just some dude. You know, he kind of fucked up and made this place, but you know, we live with that. Yeah. Just well, 
Yeah. There's also a little bit with Amalthus and how he was treated and then how he kind of uh, unleashed or how he kind of tried to get back to people once he got power or gained power. Yeah. I can't believe you guys haven't even mentioned Albedo yet. Who? I've never heard of that character. <laughs> no. Right. Is, is, is he like a background character in Hyde Piper or something? <laughs> no, he's just not. He's in Freaks. He's oh, just like, just shows that's up. weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, hmm. Alright, I'll, I'll have to go look at the wiki for Freaks to figure out who that guy is. <laughs> is he the one who started the cat virus? <laughs> Uh, Xenoblade Cross is a a bigger examination of the human condition um, which is part of why to me it felt it took longer for it to feel like it was part of the same series but it did kind of cover like what is it to be a man what does that mean do you have to have a body and a soul do you just need a body is your soul part of your body which are all things that are deeply interesting to me but are not super touched on in the rest of the Xeno games. I'm going to be honest with you, that was kind of the reason that I got more into Xenoblade Cross after I beat it than before I beat it. Yeah. <laughs> like, after I finished the game, I wanted to play it more because of that shit. Yeah, no, that, it, it was a fun game. I had a great time with it the whole time. It was just, it took a while for it to feel like a proper Xeno game because... With the others, the threat is more some other non-god thing being a god, and you're like, stop that. No, you're not. And with uh, Cross, it's just kind of dealing with the human condition and what does it mean to be human. Yeah. And I just really like that. Well, I mean, amongst other things, there was a lot of stuff I liked about that game that, uh, for me, outweighed the bad but there's you know there's a lot of people who i understand why they would not mm-hmm. like it as much and yeah as far as the Pretty addition much. of like human beings given power there's that in gears with the uh Gazel ministry and graf graf of course <laughs> yeah it was about I was to say so hard to avoid that guy <laughs> <laughs> um with, with Saga... Do you desire to power? With Saga, you kind of have um, Utic and the immigrant fleet at least perceiving themselves as being more powerful or slash pure than the rest of the people. Ormus, yeah. Or Ormus, yes, exactly. Yeah, Ormus is like, yeah. So it's about, like, perceived prestige. And perceived prestige is a really weird phrase that I'm going to stop saying because it has a bad mouthfeel. thank you you're welcome I feel like the next two points can kind of be combined yes would you like to read the next two points yes so this is the politics of the world with the world of military base have been a central theme as well especially in the earlier installments or rather the earlier Xeno games and also that they, they tend to be very critical of religion's place in politics, arguing for a separation of the church and the state. can't believe they said that and then they fucking employ the, like, Christian, re- like, the embodiment of a major Christian figure. <laughs> I can't believe this game's political. 
How dare oh, yeah, they? Right? How dare they? No. New games aren't political. Yo, yeah, no, new, new, new games aren't political. They have nothing political to say. Yeah. I only play non-political games like Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, on that note, I'm gonna just bump up a different point, but it, in science versus religion, no. which I don't feel comes up super much. Uh, they kind of marry the two uh, very specifically with like Cosmos and Mary Magdalene, where they're just like, let's just shove our religion into our science. <laughs> and then, you know... <laughs> If anything, it almost seems like one leads to the other, as opposed to it being science versus religion. Yeah, they're they're very much like married. Yeah. Um, in Gears, you of course had the ethos slash church being the controllers of technology as a means of controlling people and and power within the world. Um, it, a lot of times it seems like with that with that sort of thing it's like well the, this isn't necessarily just a unfounded cult they're right but it's real fucked up that they are then Xenoblade 2 or well has Klaus and being right kind of like, I mean, like yeah. that's what I was saying before how it's like it's almost like religion came as a result of science mm-hmm. it was Klaus's experiment that yeah. created the world and essentially created all the legends and religions of all rest and the world is not they one. You know, it's always exciting when you get to make a reference to Futurama, but uh, so there's that Futurama episode where the professor gets so mad at creationism that he just goes and makes his own planet of robots. And then the, <laughs> oh, that's... the robots start to worship him as a God and then he tries to explain, like, no, this this was actually just evolution. Uh, so yeah, Klaus is the professor in this entire side <laughs> story. Uh, Klaus confirmed for <laughs> Professor Farnsworth. All right. So the next one is the destruction of Earth and people being forced to move on. Uh, yeah, that's um, that happens a lot. <laughs> Uh, technically, Xenoblade as Xenoblade well, too. considering their their world pretty much gets poofed by the Zohar. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Xenoblade, like Xenoblade Two, also, you know, it's it's. Brutal. Although I, I say the Zohar, but I don't. I, they they call it the the conduit, the conduit, or I don't even know how they they pronounce it. Conduit, and there's <laughs> also just conduit. And there's also, of course, Xenoblade X, where it's like, if you don't know that's, like, the premise of the game. Then you didn't pay, play past the prologue. <laughs> then you didn't see the... Like, you, maybe you just played the You, you just skipped the intro. Like, oh my god, this is yeah, boring, I just, just like, want my no. prologue. You just stopped playing at the title you screen. You didn't see the intro, you didn't even see the commercial, <laughs> like, you didn't see any of the ads. Well, that doesn't look like Earth, I'm <laughs> out. While we're here, I'd like to say something. Mm-hmm. By all means. Yes? I once saw someone talk about, uh... You know, trying to connect the games in a more literal way. Um, specifically, um, using an example that you know, basically their part of their argument was you literally keep that word in mind. You know that you you actually saw just like in Xenoblade X. Apparently, in Xenosaga, the Earth gets destroyed. I just think you need to know something. It never happened. 
That's it. The, the Earth never Earth, got destroyed. Earth is not destroyed never. in Xenosaga. Yep. Uh, you do not see it either uh, until the very end. That's uh. very much not destroyed. So yep. you need to yeah. you need to watch what you say because how, Wait, how if Earth <laughs> being destroyed is all you need. Destruction of Earth could mean that uh, you know it's not accessible because the entirety of Xenosaga, of Xenosaga started. Um, basically even states that um, Earth, originally as it was, was um, lost to their type of space for a while. It got sucked in because of some of the events with, the, um, I believe, the Lemigaton Project? Was the thing, if I remember correctly? Um, they, it, 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 uh, they left Earth, and then one day they couldn't find it. Yeah, they left Earth. Yeah. Where'd you uh, the, Earth? The, the, the reason why they, why you can't see it is because of Wilhelm Easel and it's doing yeah. it. So, I'm going to, to repeat. You do not literally see the Earth getting destroyed, which is what this person said. Oh. Uh, there, is, there is no scene where uh, an asteroid comes and hits Earth or some shit, and it's gone, or, or aliens come and destroy the Earth. Wait. I can see Wait, yeah. They just they just maybe lost maybe, would be a better yeah, word. Lost or um uh, abandoned would be a better I'm just word, saying would be a better word for it. That this person's being yeah. very misinformative. The push of very misinformative um theory that was being portrayed as fact. I, I just <laughs> want to throw that out there without turning it into a half hour tirade about how um, at times unintelligent the fandom is. Uh, that is well, all I wanted to say. Okay, two no, points. Good. That could be its own was, podcast. Wow. I was actually defending the point in uh, the document. I don't agree with what that person went ahead and said in any regards. Just want to go ahead and clear Wait, that what, up. What document? What are we talking about? Uh, okay, wait, so this, this is our this document is a... for you. where we have all of our references. Oh. Okay, uh, okay, I... So I for I I forgot we had this for a second. Um, so inside baseball, we are using a document to stay organized. Yes. Now you oh. know. No, I, I I have it open, and it's literally in front of me, and I still somehow forgot you guys are using it. Yeah. Well, two points. One of which just being that uh, in this day and age, people use literally to just mean emphatically. Which yeah, but he I mean, like it, it was worded as if there was a as there was a cutscene, and you had to watch it. Mm. My other point. Like, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that was it. Um, no, go on. Uh, my other point is just that if uh, anything that involves Earth being destroyed is now can, it can now be linked, uh, then Xenoblade Cross takes place at the same time as Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. I've never seen that movie. But have you read the book? Have you read the book? <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. I forgot there was a book. Yeah, never I, I recommend oh, the book. Above clearly, haven't read the book. <laughs> the book is. Are really good. Well, the books kind of start getting old about. Yeah, the fourth part of the trilogy I is thought, a bit but... unnecessary. It, it, yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, they start getting old in three because he like really leans into the lore. At, at four, um, he stopped having fun writing it, but that's yeah, yeah. You, you can tell. The, the anyway, point is true though that that Earth gets fucked in some way. Hawkeye loves to do that. He always loves to link it back to planet Earth so that you can say, oh. It started with the real world, and but he he just loves to have it destroyed or disappeared, possibly forever. Um, yeah, you know it's it's Takashi loves this. He can tell he hates Planet Earth, so <laughs> don't worry. I hate Planet Earth too. 
That's something we have in common, Takahashi. We all do. <laughs> yep. Alright. Uh, I think the next, the next one was uh, Nick's, I think. Hold on a second. I was just like reading something. like, you know, that, that that might actually be true. At the time that I was writing it, I was like, well, I think that one's in a few. And then I, and I didn't, um, I was like, maybe not in the literal sense, but. What you talking about? I'm actually trying to think. It's literally it was one like, word. I know that reincarnation was definitely a thing in, um, I had it written down on one of our notes before. And I think I had thought it out more then, but I didn't really elaborate. So uh, move on to the next. Yeah, one? I know what happens, happens in Zeno Gears for sure, but yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Reincarnation. I said say, say yes. Thing. Reincarnation. You're fine. Sorry. No, we're only going to talk in. <laughs> Did I not say it? Oh, I thought I said Nephilim. it. Well, I didn't want to. You know, I didn't want to give it away if it was a really dumb oh, idea. No. I mean, not that I haven't done that plenty of times I mean, before, could, uh, but. In a way, you could argue that in Xenoblade Two, I was gonna, the, I was gonna argue the yeah, blades a little bit, but they, I mean, they come back, as, but their memories are wiped, so it's almost like they're, you know, well, yeah. completely new people, but reincarnation. That and they also kind of like reincarnate as Titans mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. when they've lived out a certain span. So there's yeah. that as well. Um, as far as uh. Xenoblade One, I would, I mean, I guess you could argue the, the rebirth of the universe at the end. I think in a in a way, Zanza kind of isn't exactly reborn, but he does get new hosts. I was thinking Zanza. It's it's just kind of like, yeah, I mean, it's a soft reincarnate. It's a soft reboot of the universe, but it is still there. Is mostly he eats everything, and then the. Yeah. Table scraps have to reproduce. <laughs> yeah, basically. That works. That works for me. Maybe I'm not in the mind to like defend it any further than that, but you know, and of that's course, the, there's the obvious so there in, uh, in Gears. Couldn't you also say yeah. Shulk, in a weird way, reincarnates? Since he... Um... I'm gonna leave that on the table because I have a later point about Shulk. Okay. Yeah, I was just mostly saying that because, you know, he you know, he basically died in a way. Actually, him and Rex both kind of died at some point and were kind of brought yeah. back. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, the, so this one was actually really meta, this entire series. Yeah, the, the series reincarnates. That's true. Yep. Yeah, they, they, just, they just make the same yeah. story over and over again. Because we all know maybe, Takahashi just reuses the same story over and over again. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll <laughs> make a creepy cult band in some time. <laughs> all right, other perhaps. Yeah, other uh, constants in the series is some kind of uh, higher existence, such as the wave existence, Udu, and I would also argue like maybe Klaus. Man. Yeah, this one's really unique. Uh, deity in a JRPG. Yeah, I don't think that's been done before. <laughs> yeah, really unique in that regard. Pretty, just incredible. But yeah, that that, that yep. is uh, that does return in most of the games in some form or another. <laughs> I think. Wait, wait a minute. Now that I think about it, Xenoblade X doesn't really have that, doesn't? 
what it does have is the the ganglion um, are worshipping a god of unclear uh, physical status. Yeah, that's true, but I guess because you never see it or anything. Like, it's just, it feels, everything else is mentioned or seen, and it feels like a... You know, like like what you know, like what you mentioned is it's like such a small part of what you're seeing and dealing with in the story. It's so strange. Yeah, it, when I really think about it. Uh, yeah, I think there's like a mystical sense to like the planet. Yeah, absolutely. There is that. that is um fair. That's very yes, kind of suggestive yeah. of things. But other that, than that, that feels I'm closer not, you know. to that actually when you put it that way. But it is. I actually kind of like that about Exit. It wasn't like yeah. I yeah, I was that. like, oh, thank goodness, there's no like, you don't fight you know, a deity or meet a deity, a literal deity. I'm so, I was so happy that didn't happen. Uh, you know, uh, it was still a Xeno game and, you know, that's, uh, means I, um, was not happy, but mm-hmm. still, you know, nice, nice that that wasn't there. I was like, cool. And then, I you know, the, they made a Xenoblade 2 and they went right back to doing that again. So, you know, Takahashi, I guess he's feeling okay. That he's still on his bullshit. So. <laughs> uh, Feeny actually wrote a really good fan fiction where uh, she basically linked the wave existence Udu and uh, Mira all as being one continuous thing that was kind of consistently trying to relate to human beings. And I just wanted to bring that up because it was it was very good. Speaking of fan fictions, That's yes, tell me don't about yours. Get to send in your fan fictions, to Tyler, for the holiday episode. Are you going to send in your <laughs> fan fiction, Pierre? Where they all just play I baseball? Have, I have one. Well, it's got to be a holiday themed fan fiction, right? They can play holiday baseball. Just throw it no, not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, just write the <laughs> wait, whole wait, thing, wait, and then at the end, say there was a Christmas tree. It, is <laughs> is it not supposed to be a holiday themed <laughs> fan can, fiction? D- it, it, can can be be it can be winter themed. It can be holiday. Is that what it they said? They can be cold. Mm. If you put them in sweaters, that counts. Well, I have a holiday-themed okay. fanfiction <laughs> in mind. As soon as I read the tweet, I was like, don't tempt me, I have something for you. You know, uh... D- that yeah, you said it. it. We'll, be, we'll be happy to, to have yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I, maybe I'll start writing it. We'll, we'll see what happens. You, oh, yeah. You can make an RBI baseball <laughs> fanfiction, as long as the Zeno characters are in there. You cannot make real-person baseball fanfiction, because gross. Oh, I, sorry, I, I heard RBI, you completely yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everyone send yours to zenochatpodcast at gmail.com. I have to write mine, too. Same. Anyway. Yep. Anyways. Not going to give away what mine is, but it's going to be terrible. Be. So, about robots. Yep. Yes. Who wants to talk about robots? You know, I, I kind of, uh, am I hesitating to say something about like Udu and Xenogears' you know, wave existence? But mm-hmm. y- you can go for, go for it. it. I don't know. I don't want to be here for too long. I don't want to make this a four-hour episode. I mean, <laughs> I no we're already over an hour. hour. We haven't if even gotten to the specific connections. We're oh, going to be here for okay. a while. Okay, twenty-two minutes of that is us talking about wrestling. If it is, we're covered for three months. Now, so I, go I'm for good because that. I think now that you mentioned that other section, I want to. I, I really. It's got to be like a needle. You just got to get it over with. Let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, Brielle, do you want to talk about re- about robots? 
Yes. Hmm? Real? Oh, yeah. Uh, Talk about robots. Okay, robots with biological attributes and, air quotes, mecha, not made by human hands and bio-robots. Uh, so, like... Why am I drawing a blank here? Uh, robots wow. come up. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, there's these robots, and, you know, you put the toast in, and you press the button down, and then they shoot the toast back out. Those were not and, like, uh, Sometimes hands. they have arms, and they can Those fight. Those just found in the forest. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> oh, wait, shit. Yeah. You mean God you pick didn't them make off that the tree. Okay. Like, I'm trying to think of the, like, like the actual yeah, like, you... names. I know realians are one. I mm-hmm. can't remember the name for the life of me for what was... Oh, wait, Gears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that was one. We got Gears. We got Scales. <laughs> we got Eggs. Androids. And we got ES. Is Somebody can spell. <laughs> we got the Mechons. Um, Mechons, yes. We got the Mechons. We got the Artifices. Mm-hmm. Let me, actually, let me clarify, because I'm a little confused with this one. It says, robots with biological <laughs> attributes and Mecha not made by human hands and bio-robots. So these are all separate things, right? You're not just trying to... Uh, no, it's okay, yeah, I was going to say, if this is all somehow like, one big contradiction, is none of these things exist, so... Um, <laughs> well, well bio-robots... Okay. No, 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 the, there's like well, a bunch yeah, of like... Yeah, there's... there's like Obviously, there's like the, the super obvious ones, like... Uh, uh, like, I, I was... Well, a robot with biological attributes would be like telos, literally human body. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Um... I don't know if Ziggy counts. He has a human brain. He's a, he's a cyborg. He has human I think chest. He, he is a he's cyborg, a cyborg, but when you, you say know. robots with biological attributes, that's a cyborg. So. Well, uh, yeah. the Realians were yeah. uh, synthetic like robots. They were made and look to look like uh, humans to the point that they had synthetic tissues. They're barely considered ro- I, I don't even know if they're... I don't think I've actually ever seen them considered robots in official uh, stuff. No, usually, bi- but bi- I was bi- reading, bio-made people. I was basically. reading earlier, and it suggests... Yeah, in Japanese, they yeah. almost always refer to realians. Like, if they're not using that word, they refer to them as uh, um, synthetic humans in the Japanese material, and uh, they use that term a lot. And that's probably why... I just thought of, like... They called them synths instead of realians at first. Yeah. Uh, okay. See, I wasn't sure because, like, some of the writing on, in some places where I was looking on that one was, like, well, uh, they're, because my first thought on Realians was I thought, oh, no, they're just, like, um, create, like, designer baby type things. Like, they were created humans through, like, a slightly biological means, but some of the stuff I read almost felt like it was suggesting nanomachine sun. So, they do keep some things nebulous about it, so... All I know is that you can eat them and they're addictive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was also that it looked like the parts of, like, Virgil where you see, like, the weird skin shit looked like, oh, well, then maybe that's, like, metallic looking on purpose. It was more so that way in the anime. In the game, it's much more looks like scar tissue. Nah, that's true. Too much iron in your diet. <laughs> that's the problem. But yeah, like um, a lot of the human the robots not made by human hands, that kind of shit. It's just like in Gears, like, oh, well, we found these and, you know, we know how to work them and things like yeah, that. Yeah, because the Gears are all excavated by the ethos slash church. Yeah. So, Blade would be the people of the And comics. then there's... Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That, that's the most obvious that these machines were not made by human hands. And I guess the, I guess I was thinking maybe the ESs, but it's not really so much the ES bodies. It's actually just like the yeah, the anima relics that are. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's just like the, you know, the central processing unit bullshit. Right, because the anima relics go into the animus, which is the ES. Mm-hmm. Which is yes. I, I was gonna say it's a reverse sex joke because you have the the female bit going into the male bit, so it's an oh you're a right specific yeah. over over joke. I'm glad Excellent. we just good job that everybody one. high fives all around high five. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you have anything else to say about mecha or robots? I mean, all I have to say is like they wanted to make a thing with robots in it, and they goddamn did it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Pretty like, much. I should... Some things aren't that deep. And goddamn it! Yeah, people, people are like, "Holy shit! I like robots. This game's got robots. I love those things." I mean, it's just like you can sell robots some really dumb shit sometimes. Too, I so. did almost buy a bag of Chex Mix because it had a robot on it. Yeah. Then I remembered it was Chex Mix and I didn't want it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fair. Alright, so environmental references across games. I think those are so more an like... impression of like things that are similar looking to us. More so than there are very similar yeah. environmental themes. Yeah, it's stuff like, oh, there's a lot of ruined cities and ruined civilizations in these games. You know, you've got, you got the land of Moritha, you've got Zeboim, you've got like Abraxas and Lost Jerusalem and Old Milsha and Ariadne and Calderos, and um, there's a bunch of structures in Oblivia that make it really seem like, hey, people probably built some shit here. Um, yeah. So that was kind of what that was referencing. There's a lot of a big theme of mixing just Yeah. Oh, well this is kind of a fantasy-esque world, but look at all this technology left behind in it in especially like Blade and Gears. Saga is goes to space, so that's a little <laughs> bit different and Xenoblade X is kind of the same same way except for not because you're on a planet and there's a lot of that shit. Uh, also, the, um, I'm going to go for the next one because that was for me, but that was just yep. more, um, like, I felt whenever I got to Endel in Zillblade 2, like, I felt I felt like a big Saga vibe somehow, like, like it reminded me of Saga while I stepped in, I don't know. Like, I don't think it has a, it's a specific reference, but just the vibe of it reminded me of Saga somehow. Yeah. Part of that's the music. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, Yes, I do. The music and the big, uh, the big church place, and like the the way things were designed in general, like I I felt a big little side vibe there. Yeah, except for you don't get to fight a church, so zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you also have to keep in mind that when it comes to these games, four of them in a row had the same art director. Yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah. the thing that Very I was thinking true. that like sometimes these references aren't deeper than. The same artist will produce art that looks kind of similar to other art they produced. Yeah, uh, Nari Takami did Xenosaga 2, Xenosaga 3, wasn't credited. Uh, Xenoblade 1 and Xenoblade X as an art director. And he, uh, yeah, I mean, he was basically like the set designer for like most of the areas. Even 
some of the monsters were his doing, or at least uh, like in concept, they were a lot of them. So, I mean, this the church was one of his <laughs> monsters. I have no idea. I think that feels like a Korai thing. Um, it, it could it, be. Yeah, it doesn't because it really feels like his thing. Whenever I look at a like unpublished materials for it, it's it. but um, you can also skip that fight, that church fight, if, by an exploit. So. You don't have to suffer through. Okay. <laughs> I did not know that, but I didn't have a whole lot of trouble well, with it, I guess. I think it was discovered in 2014 or something, in 2013. Huh. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. I've not watched a speedrun of that game in a while. Um, other places that are mentioned are Abel's Ark and Bionis Interior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so I recently played through Xenosaga 3 and... Like, not but a few months after Xenoblade DE, and so I was getting, I was like, going back to Bionis Interior was just like, oh, okay, yeah. Able's yeah, to be there. honest, like, the, the moment I, mean, I went in, like, it, it reminded me of that, especially at, I had just seen it again in your streams, so it was just like, yeah, yeah. this reminds me a lot of Abel's Ark. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of fleshy meat tumors. Floating <laughs> and um, the little cells floating around, too. <laughs> Uh, Justin, you had the next suggestion on that environmental references list, so I'll let you go more in detail on oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, good at it earlier. Moradin and Kislev kind of seemed a bit similar to me, both in, like, the way they are presented, that industrial environment, but also because, like, um, in terms of the story, like, you, you're kind of introduced to Kislev, they're kind of shown as, like, the antagonists. And as like these evil guys, and that's kind of how Mardan was was introduced to you as well in Zenoblade Zeno Two. Like it's always like, oh, we're at war with Mardan. You hear these guys; they're they're kind of they're kind of jerks. And I mean, hell, you're even fighting Morag as as a boss. So like, I, I don't know when I when I got to Mardan, it really reminded me of Kislev, and I, I felt like there was a couple little parallels there. I yeah. mean, on your point, I'm gonna say. Um, Wasteland like very militant mm-hmm. environments. Steam so powered. There's definitely that going for both that and Kislev. Yeah. Like there was a there was definitely that feel to both of them in some ways. But yeah. Um as far as other things like there's obvious there's like a lot of things in Xenoblade X I feel look like new la looks like a lot of cities in Zenosaga, like fifth, Jer- so fifth jerusalem there is that as well milsha second milsha yep fifth jerusalem is especially um xenoblade x had uh he used a similar he used similar like lighting uh techniques uh it's obviously not the same he's working on the wii u but um yeah because again this is an art director thing he's gonna he's like keeping an eye on all that stuff and like conceptualizing it and because Xenoblade X was a, uh, it was science. You know, we went back to like more. It was closer to science fiction than Xenoblade One was by like a long shot. So you, you end up seeing things that kind of a lot of people said it felt Xenosaga when they go to certain places, and that's largely the reason why. Yeah, makes sense to me. I like that. I like that consistency there. And that's also why if you go to like say the World Tree in Xenoblade Two, doesn't really have the same environmental vibe as. Um, at least the science fiction parts, as like Xenoblade X, or at least for the most part, and you know, Xenosaga uh, 2 and 3 stuff. So, 
I got a okay. So like the world tree for me, and I'm gonna go into this later because it there is a later topic that um is a lot more specific. But I, I think that uh, the world tree interior reminded me a lot of like Labyrinthos or so, and things like that. So there was there that. were some things that reminded but, me of Axe a little bit, like uh, but it, it had less to do with the environment and more to do with like uh, or not just Axe, I guess, but just previous science fiction things in Xeno. Like uh, the bike enemies do not feel like they belong in that game. No. <laughs> The bike enemies are just like, is this a direct reference to that one thing that Cosmos was riding on? I think they just thought it was cool. Yeah. You know, like, well, this is this is just from a society, a human society that was ahead of its time, our time. So, of course, you're gonna have stuff like that. I don't. So I don't know who the mechanical designer was on some. I mean, I know it was kind of like, I know it varied a little bit because I I I know that like Choco designed that. Um, the Ares in X, but I don't know who designed all the other things, but there seemed like some seri- similarities there in, to some other things, too, but I guess we'll get more into that stuff. Oh, later. and um, we actually do not have this written down, because I kind of just thought of it right now. Um, one, like two Ares that are very similar are um, the Thanes from Xenogears and Argentum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, very, oh, yeah, that's true. They're very similar yeah, to that yeah. one. Like, both of them have salvagers. They're both out at sea, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah just I didn't a, even think about that. Both are a piece of junk that somehow floats. Oh, um... They're men of the sea. <laughs> oh, you can't mention that and not mention, uh... Um, the one who bears fangs of God in Ava's Ark. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, actually... Did not think about that, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> Alright. I don't know if that uh, one's on purpose that is there or not. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it could just be more of like, if you take the same person and ask them to make five things, the five things will look similar. Yeah, that's... That's fair. So I think we're pretty much covered on the environmental mm-hmm. references, yeah. you know, like there are, pl- I'm sure there are plenty more. If we think about them later in the yeah. episode, that's great and all we'll bring them up. But for now, that's, that's what yeah, we got. Yeah, we should move to we're the next one. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, honestly, I'm not quite sure like who wrote the next one. Okay. I, I <laughs> all right. Did, so so you go it on up. it. Okay. So <laughs> this isn't, this isn't like big. This is just like one of those things that exists throughout and it's just a, it's just one of those things. It's like, oh yeah, they the similar people writing the same shit. Um, so the ancients, there's always like an ancients, an ancient people, an ancient race, an ancient god, whatever. In these series, there's like the Diablos in Xenogears. There's the giants in Xenoblade One. There's the Zeboimans. The people of Zeboim. <laughs> Zeboimans. <laughs> <laughs> there's the okay. So there's. I don't think I... Did I correct I don't know. That? You just read Zeboimans, okay. and so I just love the, it, and I want to keep saying so it. So there's the, there's the Sheboygans, and there's the Samarians, and then there's freaking actual Jesus, which I did write that. because It is, but I don't think Jesus is a race. <laughs> no, but it's just an ancient people reference, and I was just like, whatever. He's, the race of you know, Jesus. It's an ancient times. god or an ancient people. It's, you mean it's if going I post in. the yeah. fact that he has an article section on the Xenosaga wiki 
and put it on Twitter, I'll get free clout because, haha, that's funny. Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yes. he also is still yes. not a race. <laughs> look, I'm a kid who played Xenoblade, and I'm woke now because I played Xenosaga, and look at this funny thing that you don't remember if you were, you know, born in the year 2000. Sorry. Um, so we just lost a lot of listeners. So did the five of you. As a man that was born in 1942, I highly approve. <laughs> okay, that's good because, you know, I'm I'm younger than that and I feel, you know, validated now. Okay. Um, so kind of our last um, kind of broader... Uh, connections is the use of multimedia to tell a story now what that means is for example xenogears has uh the perfect works um to kind of flesh out parts of the story um oh don't forget there's there's the quality fan content like the lp archives uh by the dark id version of the Xenogear story, and there's also Rope of Robots, which are very, what, very worth your time. What? Is it? what, what? what? I, I think I think Tyler's getting confused. With, I think he... I think he... I think he... That's the fan content! Yeah, it's the it, fan it, content that is very quality. Official materials. No, it's not official. But, you know, it might as well I, be. Well, it's a good explanation, is all I'm saying. Like, you guys, you <laughs> talked about Tyler. that the last episode I edited, and I'm like, what? Did I go back in time? I don't. Oh, <laughs> oh well, sorry, I mean, my bad. You know, the Xeno, you know, uh, connections and references, they extend to the podcast. You're living in a terrible occurrence right now. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> well, if you're confused, welcome to being a Xenoblade fan, or a Xeno, Xeno series fan. I'm confused. <laughs> Everyone's confused. We'll all that's, be confused that's... together. Well, I can continue if you'd like to no, I'm Okay. Like, with uh, Xenosaga, I mean, it has, like, it has Xenosaga freaks. It has the, um... Perfect guide? Uh, guide, um... And the also anime? Dr- the driver anime? CD. Oh, yeah, Pied Piper. Let's not talk about the anime. Um... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, the anime doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> the missing yeah, year. year. Uh, yeah, missing year um, is one. Xenoblade has the secret manga. files. Uh, yeah, that's true. There's a side story in that. Then Xenoblade X didn't it have like before it came out? Didn't it have some like short stories that were posted online? If I. Uh, there is a piece, a small piece of side content in the, no wait, that wasn't for Xenoblade X, that was for Xenoblade 2. I was thinking of the Siren model kits. Yeah, that was yeah. with the thing that, that, that actually is written down. Stuff. Model kits. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, man, real big effort. Yeah, that... You really cared about people seeing that piece of creative bankruptcy. Oh, I said, I, I, I mean, I'm getting too spicy, I'm sorry. Hot take. Uh, so I forgot what we were writing about, and oh wait, look at this concept we had in this old game that we'll write down again. Let's minute, just do that. Um, uh, no, I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> no, that's yeah. fine. It's, uh, it's cool. Yeah, several of the games, basically their story kind of branches out beyond the games. 
in different ways. Like the quality piece of work, Final Fantasy XV. My 15. brother just finished the fifteen novel. Kind of off topic, but he actually really enjoyed it. Oh, what do you it. think? There I you haven't go. read it. Wait a minute, they made fifteen Final Fantasies? No, 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 no. They only made six. They only made six. Yeah. Six. Actually, so no. They, I, I'll, I'll recount that and say they, they made at least nine because nine's my favorite. Nine's right. a spinoff. <laughs> what are you talking about? Twelve is also a spinoff. No. Listen, oh, they made I... six. They made, they made one, four, six, seven, uh, nine, and ten. That's six games. There you go. Like they did six games. They did six I... games before Takahashi did six games. <laughs> All right. I have an incredibly oh man hot take. Let's go. Let's go. The Final Fantasy series. Um, I honestly, there, there's a lot of them I actually can't. <gasps> oh, what a what an uncommon opinion. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't How like, dare I don't you. like the ATB games Awful. that much to be honest. Canceled. Nick canceled. You just lost us all of I, our followers. Yeah. How dare you dislike things? Um, and sometimes. also, I think that Final Fantasy Thirteen. How was actually dare you? <laughs> wow. Wait, there's a there's a Final Fantasy. And 13. I also I thought it just went from ten to fourteen. What happened? I honestly don't really like Tim that much. Oh my goodness! I feel like I feel like Japanese people okay. are more offended by that than Western. Yeah, I, I would. I so yeah, too. probably. I mean, I think I think Tim. So is hey, Call okay. of Duty so, hey. fans, Call of Duty fans, I'm safe with you guys. Um, Final Fantasy X, not a bit. I'm not really into it. I, I get why people like it, but also like, hold on. Listen, you got to realize. <laughs> I want you to look at my at my profile picture on on Discord. It's one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. Oh, I thought that was a JoJo <laughs> reference. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I respect that, actually. I could definitely respect oh. that. No, I'm totally kidding. I I love the Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy Two is a weird one anyway, and I I like a. I really like a lot of the stories, especially, but there there was a few that like there was something about the gameplay I just could not get into. Um, hey, um, you, you, you got to pick and, one uh, Final Fantasy. As for I, I picked the one from the Final Fantasy mainline game that nobody likes, which is that's just that's, that's what just I say. I respect I that. Well, like hey, pff, Final Fantasy games like 12, have different good. specific connections between each of them, like Chocobos and Sid. <laughs> And so does the Zeno series. Yeah, and guess how and about that segue? Even has an aneurysm in oh, the beautiful segue. Gonna ride that all over the wall. And also, they stole, they stole the thunder of Zeno. Oh my God! No, we already did that. Let, let's not get into that. I, I, oh yeah, we, we already did that. Sorry. <laughs> it was a very good let's, segue. All right, let, let's get to oh, let's get yes. back to what we we're trying to do. Um, I think naming motifs. Hold on, before before you continue, listeners who are new around here, he was making a joke. He knows it's not real. He knows it's bullshit. Let's move on. Uh, so, uh, um, all right. Uh, I actually have one more thing I wanted to mention before you get to specific connections. Sure. I'm not sure if this is really mentioned. Any ones you mentioned before? Because I'm 78 and I can't remember. Uh, so I um all the games have like a most of most or all of them have a specific con- uh, connection in terms of the end the end game of all the um uh of all the games is plot is usually breaking some kind of cycle mm. uh, like literally eternal recurrence and yeah 
you know, Xenogears has its own thing, and uh, I'm not sure if Xenoblade One would count as that. Yeah, I would say so because it, it's yes, breaking the cycle so. of uh, Zen. Yeah, uh, I think so. Eating everything and then making new things. Yeah, and two yeah. is sort of. I mean, obviously, it, it's part of the same continuity. It has something. It has a, literally, you know, a specific character that shows up. Um, yep. I I feel like Xenoblade X also has the where do we go from here kind of thing going for it because of what happens um, where where it's just like. Oh, well, we got to the life hold, and it's like, oh, well, uh, it turns out maybe we didn't need it after all, so I guess we yeah, just move but The only on. thing is it doesn't have any specific cycle that some force is creating. That That's the only that's thing. True. Xenodex is... Uh, I don't want to call it... I don't want to call Xenogame unique. That would be... But you can call it unique game. among Xenogames. I don't want to say that either. <laughs> oh. That'd be <laughs> more blasphemous. <laughs> I mean, every Zeno game was just Takahashi watching way too much Groundhog Day, I guess. But you know, man, there's something. I... Hmm. Mm. Nah, I'm not gonna say it. Nah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I, I was actually talking. I was talking about this. So it's something I can't talk. Like I was, I wanted to allude to it, but I wouldn't be able to get into detail. Maybe when, when the podcast is over, it's something I literally cannot like just come out and publicize. It. Man, you're giving we me can't Zeno even hint blue that. We're gonna have to like here. cut that out. Look, maybe after the podcast is over, <laughs> oh, we're done okay. with your stuff. You know, okay. and then Sounds I'll talk good. about it. Just Zeno came. Okay. What we could argue is that Cross is, uh, breaks the cycle of the idea of humans as the uh, apex being, but that's not really a cycle, though it does break that idea. That that feels a little bit like a religion thing. Yeah. How, you know, we're... Because in religion, it's like... Yeah, Earth, it's like everything's on Earth. There's no mention of anything else. So it must be special in some way. It kind of follows through with that idea. Save the game? This ends part one of Xenochat's references episode. Stay tuned uh, for part two, where we'll go into more concrete and explicit... Uh, references throughout the Zeno series. In the meantime, you can keep up to date with any um, of our uh, episodes through our Twitter at Zenochat Podcast, and you can email us for any corrections or suggestions uh, through our at or through our Gmail account, uh, ZenochatPodcast at gmail.com. Also, w- one last time. We are running a holiday fan fiction contest, um, so if you have any desire to contribute to that, uh, just send us your uh, fa- uh, holiday-themed fan fiction to xenochatpodcast at gmail.com. All right, thanks again for listening. Have a good night, everybody.
Proceeding without saving the game. Uh, different as kind of broader scale aspects that are available that available that are kind of. Cut this, Tyler. Cut this, Tyler. See, look what I can do. And now nobody says anything funny ever again. So, because oh, no. this episode is about, <laughs> so because this episode's about baseball, I think we should start it with a Quad City G- DJ song. <laughs> That's totally. That's basketball. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, we could change this into the the Last Dance podcast if you want. I'm okay with it. That's fine. <laughs> I, I've never listened to that one, but I'll I'll wing it. Uh, the, the Last Dance is a documentary. Just let me <laughs> I just know about I've the never song. List- Wait, you watch documentaries? What are we talking about? Not only do I watch documentaries, I watch sports documentaries. No, I mean, Nerd! like, you, you can see them. I just listen to them. I'm just kidding. Anyway. that I do watch some documentaries, but not very many. It's been a long time. I think, unfortunately, the last documentary I watched was Tiger King, and I'm really distressed by that. No, that's bad. That's yeah. barely a documentary. I, I know. I didn't think about it until we were talking about this, and I'm like, oh shit, I think that was the last I'm one I watched. I'm not saying the documentary I last tried watching. Let me guess, Finding Neverland. No. <laughs> Space Jam? Guys and Dolls. No, was that really one controversial one? I tried watching five minutes of it and literally dropped it. I was like, nope. Gloop Lab? Oh, Supersize me, nah, right? Nah, it was one of the ones that was on Netflix that had a lot of people up in arms. Oh, uh, then nope, is I don't know it, because I was going to say yeah. things that are older than Netflix. Oh, wait, wait, you, was it, um, that... Is yeah, Cuties it was that one. Cuties. That's not a doc- Oh, was it a documentary? I thought it was just That's a documentary. That's a documentary. Apparently. I thought it was just what a movie. Fuck? I thought it was just a... Whatever. Yeah, I thought it was just yeah, a it's, film. It was classified yeah. under documentary. Huh. Okay. Okay. If you put like Werner Herzog on it, it like even if it's just a reality TV show, does it count as a documentary? Nothing, huh? No answers for me. <laughs> I got distracted by my friend's uh, Steam game. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I I got a. Uh, Kerr or Mecha MK2 in my server to watch two wrestling documentaries, and both of them made him cry at the end. So I was very happy that I made him. <laughs> that oh, sounds wow. cool. Actually, I think I'm not. Tickle might have been the last documentary I watched. I'm not even into wrestling, but it's wrestling so much fun to hear so about. Wrestling is so good. Wrestling I think is the last... the only sport that I actually would ever uh, ever invest any time into watching. My friend was just messaging me about AEW. That's actually a lot of fun. I think the last uh, documentary I watched was something about animals or something. Because there's often some of those passing on TV randomly. And like, if I go in the kitchen sometime, it'll just be there. And I'll be like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to watch this. <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't watch it all the time. But like every few months or so, uh, there'll always be somebody around here who'll have like a wrestling night. So I'll go over that and we'll watch like AEW or like Money in the Bank or like WrestleMania. One of those events those are always a good time yeah i enjoy it when i watch it but then like they'll talk about all of the bad blood and i'm like wait i'm lost too and then i go to the wikipedia page and it's like 60 pages long i'm like i don't oh it, I don't it's like getting time. Zeno. if you write at home yeah. yeah yeah except that like i don't know at what point kane killed god because i don't think that happened i was checking and i don't think he did that and then you also find out about kane's real life where it's just like so kane the neoconservative and you're like i don't want to hear about him anymore oh that was my favorite back I mean, in the day and that just 
I don't even actually, actually no. I'm I'm like probably combining seven different wrestlers into one wrestler because Kane. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, a, he's actually in the Libertarian Party. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot which he, brand he's, of he's idiot. He's the mayor of Tennessee. There was a uh, well. I've heard somebody call wrestling like a live action version of American comic books, but I don't know. I don't know how much. I mean, I know that like what they're saying, the continuity thing, and like changing status quo and shit like that, but. I don't know. I'm really, really glad we changed gears on this podcast. I'm really glad we're recording this. I'm really this is the new episode. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Xeno Chat, this is where we talk about like, indoctrinating these uh, seven other people into professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So when I worked at a group home, one of the people that one of the uh, uh, clients, I don't know, uh, really liked wrestling, so I would end up watching it with him. And I was describing wrestling to a friend of mine later as like, this is basically just a gay soap opera. And then they got really mad at me for saying gay. And I'm like, no, I mean, this is very like evocative of men who love all their men. Like, I don't, it's not, I'm not insulting it. I'm stating that this is a bunch of dudes liking other dudes. Couple of dudes being dudes, couple of bros being bros. Exactly, because they yeah, were like really I'm... distressed about like, oh man, you used to be my tag team partner, and now you're this guy's tag team partner. I think from what I've heard, if I had the opportunity to see like Hood Slam, I would definitely do it. Which is like the thing where they're where a bunch of people wrestle, but they all dress up as like video game characters. And that sounds like amazing. That. Yeah, I think, I think it happens in like California, like San Francisco there's, or something. I don't remember. There's an anime con I was going to in uh, Toronto, anime art. They often had a wrestling uh, ring where some people in cosplay were doing wrestling. Yes. <laughs> cosplay pro wrestling is a lot of fun. Um, I used to like the one at Too Many Games. They would have some insane matches, and they would like use the most ridiculous. They use the most ridiculous stuff as weapons. Like they they use an Xbox 360 <laughs> once. <laughs> That's amazing. That sounds like it should be banned for being like too heavy. <laughs> I just want, I just want to see real life Zangief. That's all. Yeah, all but there's like a lot of overlap between like the wrestling fan base and anime fans and video game fans. <laughs> like, chances are, if you like anime, you probably like wrestling. <laughs> oh my god, pure, I love it. <laughs> Thank you, pure, for proving I, my I point. F- Beautiful. <laughs> Wait, I think I have another. I think I have another. I remember when this happened, but I'm trying. To, I'm trying to. Oh, this is what I was looking for. Again, it wasn't at all me being like wrestling is bad. It was just me going. This is a lot of dudes who are really interested in their relationship with dudes. Yeah, yeah. Just bros being bros. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. There isn't. Bros being bros, full homo. Speaking of sports, though, has anybody seen a stupid robot fighting league? I think I've seen a little. It's very. What good. is that? It's robots that are like made out of trash. They're not actually robots. They're just puppets made out of trash to kind of look like robots. Oh, it's a gift. Is that the one where there's just a bunch of like chainsaws on wheels and shit? They're not even chainsaws on wheels. They're like okay tire rims on sticks, oh, okay. and the like puppeteers will just punch the other robot, and it's amazing in how completely fucking dumb it is. That's so. Can cool. I just enter? <laughs> Can I, can I just enter a remote control shop? No, 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 no. It? It's a puppet. It has to be a okay. puppet. You okay. control it with your body and sticks. What? So a I'm looking this up right now. This looks insane. It's so good. 
Oh, I gotta watch this. You should. I saw it at like a sports bra. Sports bar. Sorts- <laughs> I saw it at a sports bra. bra. I was just staring at a yeah. sports bra and it was projecting an image at me. Yeah, that's the reason everyone's mad about Tifa. <laughs> yes, because her bra bar. was constantly projecting stupid robot yeah. fighting. <laughs> exactly. Oh, she got reduced to a B cup. You dummy, that's a sports bra. She's still a goddamn triple B. Get off your goddamn <laughs> ass and go look at an actual picture. Of oh tables. my goodness. Is triple D another wrestler? I think triple D's a wrestler. Wait, triple wait H. Triple H. Triple H. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Are you telling me that you guys trying to tell me this was a this was a Final Fantasy VII remake? Did that happen? No, oh, that was a fever dream that everybody yeah. collectively <laughs> shared in the trauma of 2020. Oh, I love that this oh, robot. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, sorry, no, no such thing. No such thing. I can't believe they made a robot jocks TV show. It's crazy. <laughs> Do they have the chainsaw pe- penis one? This fight is ridiculous. It's so good. You're watching Stupid Robot Fighting League. It's amazing. I am. It's so good. Jeez. I'm watching the Molten Man versus Gorgatron Nine Thousand. It's it's the best sport. I need to do research later and watch some. Okay, yeah. Stupid Robot Fighting League. Robot Fighting League. These look like fucking Kamen Rider shit. Then you're looking at way better robots. Yeah, what Kamen Rider stuff are you looking at? You're either looking at Kamen Rider or... No, I'm saying it's like some of the costumes (laughs) remind me of that. Like, they're way more intricate than you sold them Um, to me on. Are you looking at the right things? Yeah. Maybe I'm not. Oh, okay, my bad. This is Robot Combat League. No, Stupid Robot, <laughs> stupid fighting, robot league. fighting League. <laughs> yep, stupid I'm looking right. at the wrong thing. Oh my God. I was like, this doesn't seem like what I thought I saw. <laughs> this seems really intelligent. I was going to say, like, no. I don't know oh, what okay, you're looking this at. This is way different. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a piece of trash. There you go. Now you're oh. looking at the right thing. <laughs> Oh, sweet. This yeah. one has arms made out of, like, those tin can phones. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great sport. I don't know why it's, it's not more popular. It should replace I, every sport. I thought you were just calling it Stupid Robot No, that's the that's name. The name. It's Stupid that, Robot yeah. Fighting League. That's amazing. You know, next time we meet oh, each this other... actually made it to ESPN. Next time we meet huh. each other, we should try and make a, a Stupid Robot Fight. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, that, let's be honest... ESPN's a really low bar these days. Also, depending on the season, there's just no sports. It is, but like, I'm just surprised that it even made it on TV. Alright, yeah, I'm gonna true. be back and then I'll be good to record. Alright, sounds good. <laughs> Hi, babe. Wait, we are recording, Let me just though. make a mess. That's chill. I think he needs to start. I hope. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Wait, we haven't started? Yeah, mm-hmm. we've started. We're, we're, why would you? Why would you recording? We're oh. just uh, waiting to officially start the real topic. So you didn't yeah, officially we... start. I thought this was the episode. All right. I mean, kind of. It's probably going to be <laughs> oh in there somewhere. Oh my god! My yeah. husband just walked in, yeah. gave me a kiss, and then robot walked backwards out of the room and closed the door slowly <laughs> with a big smile on his face. <laughs> that is cute. <laughs> he asked if we started. I was like, I think. I think we have, but we're not even on the topic yet. We're just talking about baseball and sports. 
robot fight and he's like i'm gonna come in here real quick and he just came in like did a slow robot robot like dance came over was like i'm gonna sneak in then came over gave me a smooch and then literally in the same stupid way just did the robot dance backwards and then closed the door slowly i was like (laughs) i did like a cartoon or something when the eyes of erdekaiser shine it's special technique Kaiser Victory Spark is activated. What? That, oh. that was. Oh. I know what buttons are. Wrong yep. button. <laughs> you pressed the wrong button. Like I hit. I hit the. I wanted to hit the unmute oh. and I hit the hang up. Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh. It's okay. Forget You're back. It's like, it's like a reverse butt dialing. <laughs> <laughs> butt hanging up. You're back. That's the most important thing. Yes, I'm back. I'm here. Okay, and it's like the microphone, you have to. Please switch to disc two.